0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: He doesn't like bullies,
2: and he'll call them out. This, this is The Roy Green Show.
0: Uh, so objectionable, isn't it? The uh, the anti-pipeline organizations in this country are funded by American groups that are they're interested in getting our oil cheap, so they provide the funding to the groups that oppose our pipelines. Meanwhile, we have 30 indigenous communities that want to build the Spirit Eagle Spirit uh, Pipeline, Spirit Eagle Pipeline on their on their land, and they're having to go to GoFundMe to raise funds to in uh, to be able to. Uh, or make their case before regulatory bodies and the federal government. Email is Roy at RoyGreenshow.com. We have an email from Denise. Again, it's so disturbing on the subject of the pipeline. There are no words. The Prime Minister pretends he wants to help our and then it runs out because sometimes you get limited space on these, uh, these, uh, these emails. Patty sends an email, the govern, the governor of the state of Washington was in Vancouver last week to discuss mainly a high-speed rail line between Vancouver and Seattle. In that conversation, the governor stated his deliberate support for B.C.'s stand against the pipeline being built. That would be Northern Gateway. Just what we don't need is more American involvement in our resource development and expansion. Mind your own B.L.D.Y. business. Mr. Governor, signed Patty. Now, I'm about to. uh, Well, let me do it. I will introduce the beauties and then I want to hear them. I want them to hear something or whatever my mouth is trying to say. Catherine Swift, workingcanadians.ca. How are you?
3: I'm great, Roy. You? I'm wonderful. As always.
0: As always. (laughs) Linda Leatherdale, vice president of Cambria, Canada, independent business journalist. How can you be an independent business journalist when you're vice president of a company?
1: (laughs) She's real smart.
0: I've been waiting waiting for that for a long time. (laughs) How are you?
2: I'm great, Roy. How are you?
0: I'm just great. And here's the California girl, former Liberal member of Parliament, former seatmate to Justin Trudeau. Michelle Simpson. Bonjour, Michelle.
1: Bonjour, Roy. And in a few weeks, I'll be back, and I'm looking forward to it.
0: Well, we'll, we'll be happy to have we'll, you. We'll be happy to have it you it back. Believe it
1: or not, I, I just once you've had enough, you've had enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess when you've had enough of California, you just have to get out.
1: Oh my! Goodness. Well, it's insane because they're they're infighting over Trump, over this, over that. So I want to get back to our own insanity.
0: So you won't be going back to California next winter then?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I don't know about that, but I've had enough
0: Okay, well, we'll welcome you home. Beauties, I want you to listen to this, please. This is the uh, Premier of Ontario yesterday speaking to a group of students.
2: The reality is that young people vote at a much, much lower rate than older people. And I always say when I knock on a door and I meet a young person who comes and says, you know, I'm not going to vote, it doesn't make a difference. You know, if you don't vote, then somebody looks like me is going to vote. Some senior person older than me, some white person, you know, the reality is that that's the demographic that's going to get out and vote. So we need you. We need you to be engaged.
0: She can never leave the white person thing alone, can she? She just can't oh. leave it alone. Sickening, sickening.
3: It's called yeah, reverse it's pretty discrimination. unbelievable, and it's pretty pretty desperate, too, in my way of thinking.
1: Yeah, it is, because she's not going to get their vote.
0: No, she, well, well, she's but, not going to get
1: their vote. I promised myself I wouldn't make predictions. So it, we we are I big think, voters, I so I God's can't imagine. I think that board is going to win against Win.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. We've got this thing going again where two of you can't hear each other very well. So oh, we have okay. we have Michelle yeah. and Catherine talking at the same time, and it's not your fault. It's it's the phone system's fault. So Michelle, give us your thoughts really quickly again on that.
1: I uh, I don't want to make predictions because they've always been wrong. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to step out of line and say that Doug Ford is going to take Kathleen Wynne in the next election.
0: Yeah, I think, I think so, too. And I've been very, very, very good in predicting elections. really have. Yeah. I don't know why, but I've been really good at it. And yeah. so uh, I'm going to get in touch with that. Uh, what is it? Patty, uh, some Patty something? It's a booking house. In, uh, I'm going to be uh-huh. careful what I say. It's a bookie joint, big one, huge one, corporate organization in the U.K. I'm going to lay a few pounds or euros on uh, Senor Ford. Yes. Yeah. But Swift, your point was going to be what?
3: No, I was just going to say that, that that young people typically don't vote in the same numbers as as older people do, and given the demographics, all, all of us old white baby boomers, that, that message is it's going to be so well received with that group, don't you think?
0: Oh yeah, oh absolutely. <laughs> can't she just you know? Can't you just say the? Older voter is more likely to get out. It's almost a little bit of a derogatory jab. The older white, you know, well, those
3: why not just say go "giggle, out and giggle"? Vote young people. Period. Yeah.
0: Now, um, Jack meet Singh is also in the news. The federal NDP leader. Uh, if you go to Global News, there's a story there where Mr. Singh says he wants the federal government of Canada to acknowledge there was genocide against Sikhs in India in the 1980s. And I spoke with uh, with Andrea Horvath about uh, about uh, Mr. Singh earlier on the show because he was her deputy leader in the Ontario NDP. She was aware of the of his passions and where he went. Um, that's as far as as she was going with the answer, and I understand that. But here's Mr. Singh in a in an interview, and uh, he's talking to a reporter. Have a listen.
2: You said you'd attend Sikh separatist events again. What's your what's your specific stance? Uh, I I've provided my statement on this uh, an op-ed. Uh, I've uh, a number
0: of comments are in uh, newspapers on on my position on this. Uh, I what made is was that really position? Uh, I made it very clear. Uh, I think that. Uh, it's important for everyone to refer to my off-ed and refer to the,
2: the statements that I made on this already. you want to
3: be Prime Minister of Canada, this is potentially something that could Correct. run into some issues. Um, should you, you know, be negotiating with, with India, with,
2: with various people? Are you concerned at all about that? I've given my position on this, and I have been talking to the future if you want to schedule an appointment to schedule an interview.
0: So that was it. He wasn't going to answer that question. Uh, Michelle, you're the politician.
1: Well, to tell you the truth, Roy, I'm tired of politicians from outside Canada that bring the homeland wars to Canada. And this is very divisive, and the man wants to run as prime minister of all of Canada. And uh, I just I don't see it. I really don't. I think he's going to hurt the NDP.
0: I just have to say that he was born and raised in this country. But I understand what you're saying about bringing the the conflict issues and the and yeah. the, and the deeply divisive issues that have existed for a long period of time in other parts of the world. They, they arrive, the issues are brought s- into this country by yeah. various generations of people from other parts of the world. You know, you come to Canada... Leave that behind. Enjoy the, the, the reality of what is offered and what is delivered that, here. Um, right. There was something I was going to say that was extraordinarily brilliant, but I forgot what it is. <laughs> Linda, what do you say about Mr. Singh?
2: Well, first of all, I don't think he has a hope of being the prime minister of this country. Um, but he just did himself a big disservice by doing that. And I, I, I agree with what Michelle says. I mean... We have enough issues in this country, you just already alluded to one of them, our pipelines, our resources, we've got NAFTA, we've got record debt, both government and consumer debt. We've got a whole bunch of issues we have to deal with. So we don't have to be airing out the problems in other parts of the world. Um, I think when you come to Canada, stand for Canada be part of canada and be part of the solution. Okay now so so this quick. is
0: so if you if you're telling the canadian government as a federal party leader that the canadian government of which the ndp is part should be uh, should be making a statement that india uh, that Sikhs were it was genocidal treatment in in india towards Sikhs in the 1980s that is what what I mean what are you saying that 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 it's a an anti-canadian position by a canadian politician? i don't saying, want to put words I, in your mouth
2: no i'm not saying that of course it's terrible of course it's you know if it's but what i am saying is that we we need to lead here and uh i think now you're fragmenting um a voter but uh, you know and the issues let, let's be clear i think a lot of canadians are are totally unaware so it, 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 it to me that issue came up and sort of blindsided i i believe a lot of canadians
0: yeah, you remember Catherine when the my good friend, uh, good old friend Lori Goldstein tweeted a couple of days ago. I remember when the NDP's issues were health <laughs> Yeah,
3: yeah. Well,
1: uh, the good old days.
3: But but again, you know, the conflicts that happen in other countries when we have considerable diasporas in Canada from these countries. Uh, I mean, it's it's nice to say. They should, you know disappear, but realistically, there's a great, there's a goodly number of Sikhs who are, who are sympathetic to this separatist movement. We know that. One of them was that one of them was that uh, you know, invited to royal uh, high-end stuff when Trudeau was in India, as you may recall. So um, you know, I think he's trying to Jagmeet Singh is trying to have it both ways here. He's trying to not alienate that portion of, of his potential constituency that does sympathize with the, the separatist Khalistan point of view but um, and I, I, I think the media re- really should put his feet to the fire on this they, they were trying to do in that interview that you aired Roy and uh, that should continue because he's gonna have to take a position
0: now remember though that we have a prime minister who said in his first interview six days after taking office an interview with the New York Times essentially said there is no con- there's no Canada there is no <laughs> Canadian psyche there is no there is no Canadian reality there's no there's nothing Canadian it's, Canada is a fragmented place with tons of people from all over the world and diverse backgrounds, and that's what makes it work. Well, well, let me take a break. We'll come back, and I'm going to play something else for you that Michelle's favorite politician said to our leader. We'll come back. He has been called many things, but we just call him Roy. This is the Roy Green Show. So, uh, Dick sends an email to Roy at roygreenshow uh, Why is your name Roy? How am I supposed to answer that? You can put the pot up for the beauties. How am I supposed to answer that? Why is her well, name Roy? Uh, here's what here's what happened, Dick. My mom and my dad right after I was born ran a list of names by me and I chose Roy. I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting It's an interesting question though, gone. right? Well, we should find we should find out why our parents named us the way named us what they did, thought would be uh A good name. Okay, let me play for you, because you're aware of the story. We'll play a little bit of Mr. Trump um, boasting a bit about making up uh, a deficit. And he was talking to our prime minister, and this is from globalnews.ca. Have a listen. Here's Mr. Trump.
1: True down came to see me as a good guy, Justin. He said, "No, no, we have no trade deficit with you. We have none." Donald, please, nice guy, good-looking guy comes in. Donald, we have no trade deficit. He's very proud because everybody else, you know, we're getting killed with them. So he's I said, "Wrong, well, Justin. You do. I didn't even know. Josh, I had no idea. I just said you're wrong. You know what? Because we're so stupid."
2: <laughs> <laughs> thought, All right. Oh,
0: there's oh. the president of the United States getting a chuckle for creating fake news oh I I know Michelle wants to have a go at this one
1: well Roy, what I can't believe is that somehow uh, uh, Justin didn't gently push back you know I understand we're in negotiations but if he just sat there and listened to a lie And didn't say, well, that's not, you know, that really isn't true. But he admitted, Trump admitted, he made it up. And maybe uh, what scared me was that um, our prime minister didn't understand that he made it up.
0: Didn't he push (laughs) back a little?
1: Um, Not really. No. Because he doesn't want to ruffle any feathers while the NAFTA negotiations...
3: Yeah. Or maybe he doesn't know. I was just going to say, when I've heard some of his statements, unscripted statements on trade issues... On tariffs. He's clueless. Uh, so I'm sorry. I, I I think there's a very good possibility that he didn't have any factual comeback because he didn't know what the facts were.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, can I bring up one other issue with you here? And I know Catherine wants to get at this. I, and, I, and I was going to do it, but I'm going to be a gentleman, and I'm going to step aside. And Catherine, it's all yours. Lead now. Oh boy. Lead now. Uh, being the organization, leadnow.ca, being the organization, we understand that's creating some significant. Don't vote. Don't 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 vote, Don't don't vote for Doug Ford initiatives. So go ahead, Catherine.
3: Well, that's just the latest. I mean, lead now is has been shown to be interfering in elections out in B.C. They they boast that they had a great deal to do with uh, getting rid of Harper in the federal election a couple of years back, um, and now uh, literally momentarily after it was confirmed that that uh, uh, Doug Ford was the leader of the Ontario Conservatives, they you, you know Twitter just exploded with all these sort of random, you know, random people saying, oh, this is awful. Doug Ford's terrible. We're going to take rights away and, you know, and on and on and on. And, and it's, all, it's all orchestrated. I, I mean, the, first of all, they're breaking laws. There's no question they're breaking laws. They're, we know they're bringing foreign money into the country. That's been proven. Linda from in the Senate has a piece of legislation about this that the liberals, of course, are fighting because the, mostly what the, the illegal things that LEAD now does ended up, ends up benefiting liberals. So even though it's illegal, who cares, right, because it's benefiting them. But I think the main thing here is to expose them for what they are. I'm going to be calling Elections Ontario first thing Monday morning, I can assure you, and uh, and let's get an inquiry going into this. I'm sure they know what's going on, but they need a poke. These elections, uh, you know, parts of government should be overseeing this, are ragging the puck. They're not doing their job, and they should be. And and everyone out there should realize, you know, this is a very orchestrated campaign. It's made to look as if it's not, but there's big money behind it. A lot of public sector union money is behind it as well. And I just, anyone's free to... You know, say what they want about any politician or any policy or whatever. That's not the problem. We love our free speech in Canada. But these guys do it in a sneaky, underhanded way. They're being funded by big, big groups that if your average person knew that was Okay, happening, I'm going to have to stop you a soon. ...problem with it. And, and I just feel this needs to be exposed for the dishonest, sneaky thing that it is.
0: Okay. And the head of lead now is... Senior policy advisor to
3: the former, the former co-founder is now a senior policy advisor to Kathleen Wynn. Okay, what a coincidence! Have a
0: listen to this, please.
2: Well, obviously, uh, the level of integration of the Canadian and American uh, steel and aluminum industries uh, are well understood. Uh, Ingots produced uh, – aluminum ingots produced in Canada are used uh, by American manufacturers to uh, – in a broad range of things. Uh, We uh, import uh, more steel uh, than the Americans uh, 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 import uh, (coughs) – sorry, we uh, have a significant trade surplus the Americans have a tra- significant trade surplus with us on steel, uh, which, mean, which means uh, we buy steel from them, they buy steel from us.
0: Okay, in about an hour, I'm going to have a little bit of that myself. <laughs> yeah,
1: really.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny, but it's also scary. Yeah, got to go. <laughs> very scary. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Talk to you next Saturday. Boy. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.